This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 331 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show, Bogs, Books, and Beaches. Please support our sponsors as they make this, our favorite show, possible. Our sponsors this week are Kentucky Performance Products, Dr. Rose's Remedies, and RidingWarehouse.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop I am Glenda Geek And I'm Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Hi Helena oh. Merry <laughs> Hi, Christmas Glenn. Merry Christmas to you, too. I'm really happy to be a part of the show this week because we're talking about some of my favorite things, bogs, books, and beaches. Yes, we are. Music. Actually, and music too. Yeah, music, too. We're going to throw on everything in there this week. Uh, you know, we, we, it's the week, it's a Friday before Christmas, so we only had, what, we only have like uh, four more shopping days left, which means you and I have to get started for real uh, now. And just so everybody knows, <laughs> neither Glenn or I have even begun the to first thing we about. talked about in the meeting today was, uh, have you started? No. Have you started? No. What are you going to do? What are you going to get this one? What are you going to get that one? We are so much alike in many ways. We could never (laughs) live with each other, you and I. We must have been related in a past life. You're my younger sister, I think. I never had. Totally. (laughs) We just have this way of coming back together for for lifetimes. And it just, uh, oh God, we could never live with each other, though. We'd drive each other crazy. I'd kill you. Yes, exactly. Exactly. In your sleep. Exactly. I would. (laughs) Well, we do have a couple things planned. We have a book review by one of our terrific auditors today, and then uh, Kim Baker stopping by to talk about a great Costa Rica clinic and relaxation trip she has planned that involves riding on beaches. Mm. And then Templeton Thompson stopping by. We always get her at this time of year to stop by and say hi. And of course, we play her music all the time. And then uh, we have uh, cut. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. And then we have Colleen Peachy from Eventing Nation doing the Riding Warehouse Tack and Habit segment all about Boggs Boots. So we have a whole bunch of stuff coming up for you today, and we hope you enjoy it. We basically didn't want to work too hard, so we got the easiest (laughs) guests we could find. You really just said that out loud? Yeah, I'm, I'm like ready for vacation. I really am. You and me both. I'm ready. I'm ready. We're actually taking a couple weeks off. There'll be shows all that during that time. Next week is the All Hosts episode. So we had a good time recording that, too. We did have fun making the All Hosts episode this year. So you can. What are you guys going to do on, on Christmas Day? Christmas We're staying morning. home Christmas, actually. We'll probably get a ride and, and dr- slash drive in. Um, so we'll do that on Christmas and you know, we're doing a bunch of one day trips and we'll go down and see Wendy, uh, the day after Christmas, we're going to go down to Wendy's house and see their new farm, Dr. Wendy Ying. And then, uh, uh, we're hoping to get to a friend's house in the Carolinas for New Year's Eve. So that's what we have planned. Where in the Carolinas? They live near Asheville. 
Mm. Uh, and we, we, as a matter of fact, we went up to their house at New Year's Eve years ago, and we went to the Biltmore uh, for New Year's Eve. And we spent New Year's Eve at the Biltmore. We did the tour. It was nighttime. It was snowing. It was beautiful at the Biltmore, which, of course, is the largest mansion in the United States. And they had the restaurant in the stables. So we ate dinner in the stables uh, at the snowy Biltmore on New Year's Eve and then took a tour of the house. And they had all the Christmas decorations still up. And then we drove home from there. But it was, it was beautiful. It was really cool. Matter of fact, Jennifer's favorite the- ride of all time has been at the Biltmore with Melinda, the person the person that we we stay with, and they hmm. went riding at the Biltmore. They have a trail concession there. You can ride around the grounds, which are thousands of acres. And uh, but they were the only two on the ride that day, so it was just them and the guide, and they just had a blast. Oh uh, God! Yeah, they just had a blast, and it's you know the, all the Newport mansions uh, take the the breakers in Newport, which yeah. you've been to, uh, yeah. and make it bigger. And that's yeah. that's the Biltmore. Yep. That's so the, and the, and and add to the fact that you can ride through it. Yes, and they have a winery there. It's a, it's a lot of ground, whereas the places in Newport tend to not have a lot of acres. Um, yeah. These have tons of acres. It's like thousand. It used to be like fifty thousand acres, and they've sold it off now. It's down to about fifteen hundred, I believe. So uh, it's really neat. It really neat. Really really neat place, and uh, it's in the mountains of uh, North Carolina. Oh, I'll have to add that to my bucket list. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yes. You and Buck need to go there. It's, it's a really cool place. If you enjoy Newport, you'll definitely enjoy this. <coughs> we do. And we have friends there. We both have friends down there who are like, come down anytime. I don't know what my oh, problem yeah, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Asheville, the town, is really cool, too. Uh, because it's kind of like this hip town in the middle of the mountains. Uh, it's a very artsy town, and the art scene in, is, is really good there. The theater scene's good there. It's kind of this hip community in the middle of the mountains. Hmm. Uh, yeah, All it's right. a really neat place. Uh, now that we've done our tourism <laughs> yeah, the promo tourism for North Carolina, uh, let's get to our first guest here today. And our first guest is going to be one of our auditors. Rachel is with us, and she is going to do a book review on the Riding Horse Repair Manual by Doug Payne. Let's uh, hear what she had to say about that. Well, hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for joining us today to do your book review. My pleasure, Glenn. And, of course, uh, Rachel's an auditor of ours, and the auditors have first rights to get the uh, free books to review them here on the air. And this is your first one, first review, right? Yes, it is. Cool. Very good. Well, tell us real quick a little bit about yourself. Do you ride? Do you have horses? What kind of riding you do? That kind of thing. Um, I am primarily a dressage rider. I grew up doing 4-H, so I've done a little Western. I've done a little jumping, and now I'm trying to work on my bronze medal with my 19-year-old Connemara Arab gelding that I had for 10 years. Oh, cool. A Connemara Arab. What kind of personality there? Uh, he's, uh, he's funny. He's He's opinionated, but not a malicious bone in his body. Oh, really? He definitely lets you know what he thinks about about certain exercises and and so on. So he definitely got a little bit of both breeds in there, then. (laughs) Yeah, he 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 has the the best of both breeds. Well, terrific. And do we, well, then it's appropriate that you got this book to read. Uh, you ended up with, <laughs> yeah. with the Riding Horse Repair Manual by Doug Payne. 
And Doug, of course, has been a guest on our shows many times, and he's a really neat guy. Uh, uh, I have not read this book, so it's going to be interesting to hear your take on it. Now, is this more of a... I don't know what kind of book would you describe this. It's not a novel, that's for sure. It's a riding horse repair. No, it's kind of a how-to book. <laughs> okay. So tell um, us about it. Well, he um, it kind of goes through. He starts out by giving his kind of his bio, his credentials of why he's qualified to write this book. Basically, he grew up riding any horse that came into the barn. <laughs> um, he grew up in a horsey family, um, and then it goes into starting a, a green horse or restarting a horse. Um, has a couple chapters on kind of step-by-step step how you'd go about that or how he goes about that. And then it gets into um, <clears throat> the behavior problems. He has a, a chapter on how to assess um, what, what kind of horse you're riding um, what kind of issues they they bring to the table, and how to evaluate yourself whether you're quali- whether you're qualified um, to do to address them safely, um, and then it gets into specific um, specific issues. Is a chapter on contact issues, how to get steadier contact, or if you have a horse that pulls a lot, and so on. And a chapter on uh, unruly outbursts, including rearing and bucking and spinning, bolting. Um, there's a chapter on jumping issues like drifting or rushing. And through through the whole thing, it has kind of sidebars. It has some um, frame by frame sort of layouts and little little tips that are highlighted in the in the side. One thing I noticed going through the pictures when I first got it was that in every picture of the horse acting up, Doug's riding all of them, and Doug looks like he's having the time of his life. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was, that was amusing. Well, you don't know. They might have been doing um, a photo shoot, and he's like, I need a picture of him doing this. And he, he was trying to get him to do that, and it took, it took like <laughs> three hours. And he was, was so happy it finally worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, did you find, is this the kind of book that a horse girl, a true horse girl is going to sit and read cover to cover? Or are you just going to pick out the parts that your horse is having trouble with and, and look for those directly? Um, well, with me, I kind of flipped through it and read bits and pieces that sound interesting. Like I I've have one horse, but I've worked with many others. So whenever I saw something, oh, I remember having that issue, I would read that chapter. It's the kind of thing that maybe a trainer or an instructor um, would read cover to cover to kind of have those ideas in their toolbox. Um, But if you have one horse, you might flip through it and find the things that were pertinent to you and your horse. Uh, Is this good for all levels of rider or or, uh, would you say it fits into one category or another? Um, I would say you need to have a, um, a, a fairly, well, since it's dealing a lot with like problem horses that can be dangerous for beginners, um, it's geared toward an intermediate rider or above someone who has the tools and the ability to address these problems and not just have their trainer get on and do it. 
Yeah, I agree. Now, were you able for your, what are we going to call, what, what, you know how we love to make up new breeds uh, with these designer breeds? So we'll just call oh, you, yeah. what did you come up with if yours? Is it like a Conrab? Uh, we'll have to come up with a name uh, for Conamara Arab. Uh, Arab Amara? Maybe. I, don't know. <laughs> I haven't thought about that. That's <laughs> funny. Well, uh, did you have anything specific that you were having trouble with that you actually tried the the lessons in here? Um. Yeah. Well, I at, when I first got it, I was I had a green horse that I was working on working with, um, and he was just kind of starting some jumping. So I really read the jumping chapter pretty carefully. Um, cause he was doing some drifting and doing a little bit of rushing. So, um, that they had some exercises in there that were really helpful to me. Um, for example, in the, for rushing offense, he suggests setting a small fence on a 20 meter circle and just kind of establishing a rhythm and going through it until he settles. And that helps a lot. Um, just to kind of let him find his own way to it on a 20 meter circle. So he can't get too much uh, momentum going and um, and kind of keep a little bend. So you keep a little more control that way. Um, And my, my, my main horse, my current horse, he, he kind of, he has a stop and freeze when he's nervous about something. If he doesn't want to go out on the, strange trail or whatever he'll do the stop and plant they had some good um some good suggestions about that mostly the the root of that problem is he's behind the leg which is generally true with him um so we've been working on getting him in front of the leg okay cool so what would you give it on uh we got a bale of hay with six flakes six being the best um i would give it five flakes Oh wow, cool. Very good. And of course mostly lacking the six just because it, it it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um but well, it's a very good book for a lot of people. I would <laughs> I think it'd be really good for Jamie with all her thoroughbreds. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to to uh, send her one for Christmas. Uh, and of course, you can find it. It's a, it is on Amazon. If you go to Amazon, go to our website first and click on the Amazon link on the left side of the page. It uh, really hel- helps us out a little bit. And the name of the book is The Riding Horse Repair Manual by Doug Payne. That's P-A-Y-N-E. Thank you so much, Rachel, for, for doing this for us. And Merry Christmas. It was my pleasure. Merry Christmas. Well, thank you to Rachel for joining us. We appreciate it. And of course, our auditors are people who have uh, seen fit to just donate a dollar or two a month to the Horse Radio Network. And uh, for that, they get certain benefits. And one of the benefits is they get to review all the books that come in. We All the publishers send us the books. And Jennifer and I just weren't getting to them. We were like, well, let's let the auditors review them. And it's been working out really well. So if you want to become an auditor, just hop on over to stablescoop.com and click on the big banner in the middle of the page. Well, next up, first, what are you doing for the holidays? Do you stay home you, yep, with the we're ponies? Stay home. Yeah. Yep, we're going to stay home with the ponies, and we'll probably have a nice big Christmas breakfast, meaning big as in food, not big as in people. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's it, at it's the really end of the, the day. <laughs> I, uh, it's, the, um, it's really the only downtime I have all year. It's the only time my phone doesn't ring, my email doesn't ding, um, that, you know, someone or other is knocking at the door or whatever. So 
we're just going to sit tight for three days and four days. Yeah, you get in caught our up in that whole retail before Christmas thing because a lot of your companies you work with uh, are in that world. So it you're busy too, and uh, very busy. Christmas Day, it all stops. <laughs> it really does. So yeah. I'm I'm going to enjoy the peace. And we're not big gift givers. We do actually one of the things we celebrate is solstice, which is um, actually this coming Sunday, December twenty first. Um, we are you sit naked we around a, a campfire. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why was I never invited to that party? <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's, I, we all grew up in, a, in Christian families, but um, we have a little bit of an issue with the fact that Christmas celebrates the birth of really no one who was born on December 25th. <laughs> so there's the, the real Christmas, the little Christmas, which is, well, some people believe that Christ was born in June, whatever, whenever you think he was born, we celebrate pretty much everything from <laughs> November 25th through May 16th, you know. Um, no, seriously, we, we celebrate solstice, which is when um, the sun comes back. So it's the return of the light. So on December 21st, we get three extra seconds of daylight. And when you live in days, New England, that's important. <laughs> exactly. The days get longer. So we like to hold on to those old pagan Scandinavian traditions, and we celebrate the return of the sun um, this weekend. And then next weekend, we celebrate Christmas. And then, of the course, New there's Year's. New Year's. And then there's Little Christmas, which is when some members of our family actually celebrate the 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 religious holiday so we 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 got a lot going on so the the actual four days around christmas time is going to be the most peaceful quiet enjoyable italians will do anything for a party you're not kidding and they will (laughs) that's what i said they'll stretch it out they'll go all the way to may right (laughs) figure out a way to make christmas last until may well we are going to find out how you can celebrate in warmer climates right after this word from Kentucky Performance Products. Kim Baker of Kim Baker Horsemanship is joining us about a Costa Rica vacation that you can take and it involves a lot of horses. Happy holidays to all the listeners of the Horse Radio Network from your friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Kentucky Performance Products cares about the health of your horses and knows you do too. May you and your horses and ponies have a very happy and healthy holiday season and a fun equine-filled new year. From all of us at Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, we have Kim Baker joining us now. Kim is a once-a-month co-host on the Horses in the Morning show. She does the Kim Baker episode every month. And uh, right now she is here because I thought this would be something interesting for the Stable Scoop audience and Helena. Uh, She sponsors a trip every year, and it just sounds very, very interesting. Kim, how are you? I'm well, Glenn. How are you? Good. And Kim will be on, when's your show next Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday, yep. yep. Tuesday morning on Horses in the Morning. But you're, you're sponsoring this trip. I guess this is the second year? Yes, that's correct. Second year. Tell us about it. So this is an awesome trip to Costa Rica. If you've never been to Costa Rica, uh, I highly recommend it. They are so friendly. The food is phenomenal. It's all local. It's all organic. You can drink the water. It's completely <laughs> safe. They have mangoes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, there was a question about that, but but the water is is um, very pure. Like I said, they're very eco-friendly. Um, it's just phenomenal countryside, and 
you know, most of us horse people have bucket list items, right? And one of them is to ride on the beach. Who doesn't want to ride on the beach, right? Especially in Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. Especially oh. in Costa Rica. So last year, um, there's a couple different beaches that we rode on. We did a sunset ride uh, on the beach to a local restaurant for dinner. And then um, it was um, it was raining when we rode back. And you're thinking, oh, God, I don't want to ride in the rain. But trust me, this is very welcoming rain. It's, you know, mid-90s down there. So we're going to go March 15th through the 22nd. So for those of you, except for Glenn, because he's in Florida, but for those of you that are, you know, tired of old man winter and tired of freezing your fingers and your toes off to be with your horse, then you can come enjoy the 90s and the refreshing warm, it's like bath water when it rains, and it was it was a great trip home. The other beach that we rode on was completely secluded. It was just us and the turtles. And we were cantering on the beach. A couple of us galloped on the beach. You get to hand select your horse for the entire week. So it's your horse for the week. We oh, stay nice. in this. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah. And we work on building a great relationship. So I had beginner riders. I had a three-day eventer that was there. And I, I work to customize your experience. So regardless of what level of a rider you are, you're still going to have a blast. And you're still going to enjoy it. You're going to feel comfortable. You're going to feel safe. I mean, we really work to make this a, a tight-knit little community, a safe group. You're going to get downtime to swim in the infinity pool that overlooks the jungle and overlooks the ocean. How awesome does that sound? <sighs> yeah. We're all about ready. Exactly. Is that an official get... word? <laughs> Is that so a word right what... So I, I've I've not been to Costa Rica. I've been to a few islands in the Caribbean. But um, what is the what would you say is the most um, meaningful or memorable thing about riding in Costa Rica in particular? Um, the horses themselves. These are local Costa Rican horses, and you're like, what the heck's a Costa Rican horse? Well. Um, it's a it horse like any other Spanish horse. They, tend, <laughs> they, they come in all colors. Some of them are paints. Some of them are solid bays, blacks, grays. Um, they just tend to be a little more narrow, and that's so that they can dissipate their heat um, easier. And they, they're just, they're so, I don't know. I mean, it was such an amazing experience that for me as well, facilitating the treat. And then the participants that came, I mean, you, you get a massage, which is included um, in the price. All your meals are included, all the horse activities. And we also get to go swimming with the horses in the Nosara River. And uh, if you've never swam with a horse before, it is one of the best things ever to do. And you can, you can lead your horse in from the ground or you can ride bareback and this was really funny, Glenn. You'll get a kick out of this. So um, Carrie and Heidi. Carrie owns the horses, and Heidi is our yoga instructor. And if you're like, oh, God, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible. Don't worry about it. We Again, we work from beginners to people that are experienced with yoga. So it just – and I work to incorporate how yoga practice, which is mostly breathing, applies to the horses. And it's, it's phenomenal stuff. So, so Glenn, um, you'll get a kick out of this. Carrie asked me to uh, demo a uh, emergency dismount um, on my horse, 
And so I did that. But of course, we're in the river. And uh, <laughs> the river kind of took my feet from underneath me, and I totally just flopped right in the river. <laughs> <laughs> But what better way to come off your horse than a soft landing? Yeah, at least I mean, it was soft. I was, I was just running on purpose. Because but... a Costa Rican hospital doesn't sound like much fun, so that's probably a better option. <laughs> but see, everything's going to be easier in Costa Rica. The landings, the weather, yeah. the horses, because you just because you are so relaxed. I mean, if you don't know anything about yoga, all you have to do is go to, you know, just going to Costa Rica is yoga. That's instant exactly. relaxation that that prepares you. So I would imagine that the horses are a little bit more uh, chill because the environment in general is more chill. How do they? Um, it, it, how do they typically respond to having all different kinds of riders on their backs? I mean, your typical trail horse is just kind of dead to whatever sits on their back. You know, they just go along, they do their job, which is great. Um, which is is really great, especially for the operation that's that's hosting them. Um, are the Costa Rican horses similar in that you can just, they know their job or, or do they have a little bit more personality because this is a more unique experience? It's a wonderful, wonderful question. And these are nothing like your dude string horses. These horses have personality. They have, if you want to get up and go, you can get up and go. If you want to be <laughs> laid back and like hang back, there's a couple horses. Now, now we all know that, Horses, when they get left behind, they're like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out, right? We have a couple of those horses there that the whole herd can take off at a gallop, and they are just happy to walk and hang out. How cool is that? Wow. Yes. These horses, these horses, they know their job. They, they work with you. They help you get better. They improve your horsemanship. We work on tools that you can bring home that you can apply to your horses here at home or to your life. We also do a little bit of animal communication while we're there. I introduce you to that. And, yeah, these horses are not, they're not, you don't just sit on them and, and follow the, the butt in front of you. It's nothing like that. This is a complete, true uh, horse person, horse lover's dream. Now, uh, I have an important question. Is this uh, girls only, or you take boys too? Boys are welcome too. In fact, we had a couple that came last year, and um, the the wife was more experienced than the husband. He was a little nervous about cantering, but he did. Um, at the end of the week, he cantered on the beach a little bit. And do the boys need yoga pants? I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. In fact, most of us are in like tank top and shorts. Okay, good. So, so no worries about yoga. It's all about being comfortable. It's not about being stylish. It's it's definitely, especially right now, right? The holidays, it's like, go, 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 go to this party. Got to get this gift and got to get this food. And blah, blah. You know, it's like 90 miles an hour. Mm-mm. In Costa Rica, we take it back down to about zero to five miles an hour. You breathe, you relax, you let it go. Well, where can people find out more if they want to attend, and what's the deadline? The deadline to sign up is January 15th, which is right around the corner. The dates, again, are March 15th through the 22nd. The price is all-inclusive. It covers everything except for your airfare. And you can find out more at my website, which is KB, as in Kim Baker, naturalhorsemanship.com. So, again, that's KB, natural 
horsemanship.com. I have a little banner on my homepage that uh, has a, a jungle horse on it. So just click on that, and you can look at the flyer, and then you can go to um, their website, which is equisolretreats.com, and that is equisol, E-Q-U-I-S-O-L, retreats.com, and that's where you go to register. But I have a link from my site to their site. Very good, Kim. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. If you haven't had a chance yet, take a listen to Kim. She's usually on the fourth Thursday of every month on Horses in the Morning with the Kim Baker episode. But uh, next week, because of the holiday, she'll be there on Tuesday. You can tune in at 9 a.m. at HorsesInTheMorning.com. Thanks, Kim. Have a great holiday. Thanks, Glenn Helena. You too. Happy holidays. Well, it's not too late to get a gift certificate for the one you love that's into horses for EasySignsOnline.com. Gift certificates right now are available all the way through Christmas Day. Just uh, hop on over to EasySignsOnline.com right now. You know, whether they need a farm sign, a friend of yours, or a, or just a stable sign, or a tack room sign, or a stall nameplate, no matter what they might be looking for, they can find it at EasySignsOnline.com. Their easy ordering system makes it very simple to get exactly the sign that you want. Get your gift certificate today, easysignsonline.com. And coming up next, we have one of my favorite recording artists, the one and only Templeton Thompson. Well, she talks about him, dreams about him, thinks about him all the time. Got to have them be lost without them. You can see it in her eyes. What is it? What is it with girls and horses? She says, Now, when I was a young girl, they were my whole world. They We have one of our favorite people. We could not end the year without having Templeton Thompson on the show to chat with her a little bit because she just makes the holidays brighter. Hi, Templeton. Oh, hey, Glenn. Thank you for that. That's really sweet of you. Well, it's true. You're all sugary. You bring sugar to the party. And then, oh, thanks. And the nice part about your sugar is we don't get fatter. So that's nice. <laughs> oh, you're very nice. I'm working on that right now, though. I'm going to be baking some later today. I'll bring spice too sometimes. Don't don't let me fool you. <laughs> Well, now, Templeton, we wanted to have you on. One, to thank you for allowing us to play your music, which we do all the time, uh, oh, especially at the holidays. We're playing all of your Christmas hits, so uh, there's that, and we appreciate you allowing us to do that. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you doing it. You guys are awesome. Happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays. That's my favorite. And we'll play that. Uh, we'll play the show out with that today, of course. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Uh, all right. So now tell us what you got going on. Well, we are on. I even have to look at the computer. We're in the middle of um, a crowdfunding campaign using a site called Indiegogo. You know all about it because you were one of my first backers. Um, on the last time, we did a crowdfunding deal for a new CD. And, and this time. Now on this, 
And this time, that's what I was going to say. And now this time, you're one of the first ones on the list. So bless your sweetheart. We are in the throes of of crowdfunding for a new CD that we're in the middle of making. Um, We have some songs recorded, some that we need to finish writing, some we just wrote. We had one just fall in our lap the other days. It's going to totally go on this album. The album's going to be called Get That Pony Road. And I'm just really excited. And we are, I'm looking at the screen right now, and we're 30% towards reaching our goal. We're at 30% and we have 11 days left to reach our $20,000 goal um, to make this album not on a shoestring for once (laughs) (laughs) and be able to do some publicity and um, maybe even make a video. You know, if we make this goal money um, that reached a goal, we can probably get ourselves out to California and make a music video with a very new dear friend. Um, for one of our songs called A Reckoning that was inspired by a screenplay of his of a wonderful movie that will be made, that he will make. So um, his name is Sweet Tino Luciano. We love Tino. We love you, Rockstar Cowboy. So so we got to reach this goal. That is very exciting. Thank you. I'm really excited and just grateful for the people who have already come on board. And again, Glenn, thank you. You always do. You're so cool, man. You're like one of the only radio people I know who actually buys music (laughs) (laughs) to play on your show, which is really cool and says a lot. I can't tell you, you to be honest, I've bought your music more than once because uh, I I keep having my computer crashing. And for some reason, the songs weren't backed up. So I had to go buy everything again. So I've bought it more than once. So. Oh, well, if, you, if that ever happens again, you got to let me know. I will resend it to you. <laughs> you know you what, though? It, I would rather su- You guys make so little uh, nowadays with the way music is changing and with uh, Pandora and, and Spotify and all of that. You know, I, I think people, you know, don't realize how little you get uh, of those services. Now, you're grateful for it. I mean, it's there. But it's, Absolutely. it's not like it was 10 years ago. So, um now, to explain to people why it, what, what takes the money in making a CD, a good CD? What takes the money in making a good CD? Well, I mean, to me, you can, you can do like we've done for years, as you know, and I'm so proud of the music we've already made because I'm blessed to have the most amazingly talented rock star cowboy as a husband who can create, you know, master tracks in our studio here at the house. Um, so, you know, it takes time. It takes amazing musicians like Sam. Um, but to do what we want to do this time, the reason we're going for the goal that we're going for is we'd like to be able, you know, to go and actually record at least some of these songs with a live band. And that costs money. You know, it, it costs money to rent a studio for the day, for two days, however long it takes. Um, you know, you can cut about five, six tracks in a three-hour session in a big studio room. So, you know, it, that's why, that's why it takes money. And then, you know, and there's also, y'all know, artwork, there's the publicity that goes along with trying to let people know you have a new album. I mean, I can only do so much by sending out emails that say, Hey, you guys, I have a new album. I mean, I'd love to be in a position to hire a publicist who can go, Hey world, (laughs) Templeton Thompson has a new album because um, those are the kind of things it takes to actually get further, get a further reach. If that makes sense. Um, As you guys know, with our, when I get that pony road music video, 
we were able to really reach out a lot further and farther, further. I'm an English, I was an English major in college and I should know better. Anyway, um, because we had angels in our lives who gifted us a, that video and then gifted us the ability to hire one of the most amazing PR firms in Nashville. So it was all angel stuff for us. Um, that video wouldn't have gotten the reach, you know, that it wound up having without that support. And then we were able to call on folks like you guys to go, hey, would you guys watch the video and let the, you know, Great American Country Network, GAC, know that you love the song video? We hope you do. And you want to see it on TV. And it was all you guys out there who made that happen. It's, it's the people who love and believe in us who go, hey, listen, do this, um, that make it happen. Because it's all in Sam. As you guys know, it's all us all the time. Yeah, you're independent I get to play too. Agent I mean, and everything. Yeah, you don't have uh, you don't have a studio. You're independent, like a lot of artists are doing now. As a matter of fact, some of the big artists that have had uh, record labels have gone to independent. Um, Absolutely, yeah. we're totally. Yeah, I wear so many hats, as you know, and you guys were all peers in this because I know you relate. You know, you guys yeah, do just, everything yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's true. And, it's, it's Jennifer and I, yeah. you know, and, and the hosts here at the Horse Radio Network. Yeah. We don't have a staff, you know. No. And so I get you it. You don't we, have people? Come no. on. You know you have people. I wish we I'm had kidding. people. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had people, too. Must be neat to have people. <laughs> uh, my people are me and Sam. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> at least you your know, people are the people. people. My people have tails. <laughs> uh, well, and my people have tails, too. And, and they want fed. Paws and precious hoods, <laughs> and they would like to be fed, yes. yes. And their royalty scale, is it's increasing. I noticed that. <laughs> you know, they're like, next time we're on, next time we're on screen, we want more, or we're going to go on strike. So, and I don't blame them, because artists need to be paid really well. Dang it. Two or four-legged. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so it's all us all the time. So thank you. Well, it is, you know, and we were discussing this the other day. I was uh, chatting with Jamie and and we were chatting about, you know, how how much crowdfunding there is out there. So that's a little tougher than it was even six months ago when you did your first, when you did your first CD. There's just so, and there's a lot of crap out there too. Uh, You know, I was actually on one of them, uh, one of the crowdfunding things, and there were people on there that, honest to God, put up, uh, uh, put up, you know, begging for money for building their new barn or putting up fencing for their horses. It was just their everyday life stuff. Um, and it's like, you know, that kind of defeats the purpose of, of what it was, a t- in, you know, initially meant to be. Uh, yeah, that's a tricky thing. Now, I do get that if, for example, like with the crowdfunding platform we're using, like with Indiegogo, because as you know, I used Kickstarter last time, and that was, what, 2011 when I did that one. And with that one, they may welcome nonprofits now, but that's what I love about Indiegogo. They welcome nonprofits and I think that's a really cool thing. Say that's a therapeutic riding facility, and that's why they're trying to put up. Yeah, I, I know, get that, but these were just people. That, but, these were just people. Just in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has become kind of a thing, but, you know, you just, the, the way I look at that, honestly, Glenn, is you just never know. You never know if maybe they're struggling so hard, and that's how they feel they can reach out. Because I did see a thing um, on Indiegogo recently that they're launching a new thing. Like if someone just ran into hard times with and had crazy, ridiculous medical bills, for example, that kind of stuff. And to me, in those circumstances, and I know we talked about this last time with Jamie, that's a cause. You know, that's truly donating to a cause. Um, Whereas I try to make sure that folks know we're not trying to be a cause here. This is just 
a way for us to reach out and ask our fans to be a part of our art process of us making this album because you will get a whole bunch of fun little perks from us when, when you help us out. So just know that, you know, it's like, it's like you guys get to, you get to participate um, in the making of the record. You get to know what's going on all along the way. And there's going to be all kind of fun stuff. You've already gotten some of your perks. I know yep. through my, through my email. She and, is very and good at set up. One thing Templeton is good at that some of them aren't so good at is keeping you informed along the way. Once you've, uh, once you've pledged, uh, she does Thanks. keep you informed of everything that's going on step by step. And of course, you know, Thank we've you. all enjoyed Templeton's music. It, now, I do have one question for you. Are these songs horse-related? Some of them horse-related, some not on the new CD? Yeah. Are you kidding? It's me. <laughs> dumb question. Yeah. Sorry. No, I'm just not, no, it's not. There are no dumb questions, and that's really sweet that you ask. Actually, absolutely. Um, in fact, um, I even posted the titles of what some of the, the songs are going to be called. And one, not one, but there, well, there's a whole bunch. <laughs> there are a whole bunch of songs that I can't wait to get recorded. I'm really excited. One's called God and Horses. Um, the brand new one that we wrote the other day that God just put in our laps, um, is all horsey all the time. Um, I've got some other ones that I've been dying to finish writing. They're all about horses. And then there are ones, you know, that are not that I've got, I don't know if you've heard the song called Rally Around the Mustangs. I've got a song called Pretty Ponies. Um, and then we've, you know, we've got songs that are just about life. So it's, it's going to be, you know, one of these albums that runs the gamut. Um, just my love of horses, of course, because that's, you guys know, that's just in me, just like it's in y'all. And I can't not have songs about horses on my albums. It just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's possible <laughs> for me at all. Um, but then they're also, we're reaching deep back into old song catalog from our days writing for publishing companies on Music Row. I mean, we're reaching back at least as far as like 97, 98, I think for at least one song that we didn't want to forget about. So um, I'm just really grateful. I keep telling folks, if, if I had my brothers, it'd be a double album. But to make that happen, we really have to reach that that goal because I think you, you can only, I can't remember how many tracks you can put on one CD. <laughs> yep. so, well, very but there's good. the ability for folks to sponsor songs. So that's what I'm, um, we've had one wonderful angel in our lives actually be a song sponsor for our song, Don't Throw Me Away. So I'm really grateful for that. So I'm hoping maybe more people will go, oh, that's kind of fun. And forever and ever, amen. You know, they have, they sponsored the creation of that record for that song. Um, if they do that. So well, but any, and, and you can any donate as, so I'm grateful. Yeah. You can donate as little as $5 all the way up to $7,500. And for that, pretty much Templeton to come live in your house for a week. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'll even cook for you. That could be frightening. I can, I could bake. She'll for make you. your bed. I'm a She'll, uh... baker. I like <laughs> to bake. <laughs> She'll clean your stalls, oh. whatever you need. <laughs> oh, totally fun. Totally different subject matter, yes. but it is the happy holidays, right? And it is time for like us to just get very festive and be excited about baking and wrapping gifts for people we love and telling people we love that we love them. So I love y'all first and foremost. I want to make sure I say that and appreciate you so much. And I got wind of a really cool new fun little snack for the holidays, for the happy holidays. We were at a party the other night and we got to wear our best fun pajamas, which was a blast. So I wore my Eeyore onesie, which was too much fun. Um, and there were these yummy little treats on a tray, and you know what they are, if you guys ever heard of these, but it's 
it's basically a Ritz cracker, and you just slather a whole bunch of peanut butter on said Ritz cracker. You can stick one on top of that and make it a sandwich. But Sam, and this is not about me, Sam's been doing this, he's found that it's best if you have the Ritz cracker, a big dollop of peanut butter, and then you dunk that thing in some seriously awesome, dark, awesome chocolate, and it is like the most amazing treat oh, on the planet. So I invite yeah, everyone to try it because it is oh awesome. God. Yeah. I've been hungry so, for yeah. chocolate now. I know. <laughs> I'm serious. I know I have cookies to bake later today. We're in the middle of a, a fun little thing that we're doing that you guys will know about tomorrow, too, because y'all are on my mailing list. So we're kind of a little Christmas gift. Are you sending me cookies? Holidays gift. Not sending you cookies, <sighs> but, but a treat. Obviously, a treat I didn't donate tomorrow. enough. I needed to donate $7,500 <laughs> so Templeton can come clean my stalls and bring cookies. <laughs> I'm a good stall cleaner, too, man. I don't miss a, a poo ball. I do not. I'm good at that. Good at getting all the pee spots. I'm good at it. Um, Thank you, Templeton. I know you got to run here, awesome. so we won't keep you. But it's uh, okay. go to templetonthompson.com. That's the easiest place to go just to find the link over to the Indiegogo if you want to be part of that. Uh, we have a bunch of people that have already done it, and uh, you can you can do any of the levels there that you want to. It's all explained very well there. So temp- templetonthompson.com. Thank you, Tempe. Merry Christmas. Thank you, guys. I love you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas Happy darling. Heat Holidays. Merry Christmas, darling. Y'all have fun. Go love on all your fur babies for me, and I'll do the same. All my babies are sending love to y'all. Thank you for all the help, everybody. <laughs> I love you guys. Well, Helena, we set a record at the Horse Radio Network this week for the most downloads in one day. And that was thanks to two women by the name of Lisa Kelly. Uh, There's Ice Road trucker Lisa Kelly, who's been a regular guest on the driving radio show because she has horses up in uh, Alaska and she drives. And, And anybody who's seen Ice Road Truckers has seen Lisa. She's the only female. And then she's our, she's our most popular fan of the Horse Radio Network. She contacted us years ago and said, I listen to all your shows and I love them. And I went, I just watched you on Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> <laughs> I had just watched an Ice Road Trucker. She was on. I was like, wow, that's cool. So she listens to us in the truck. She still does, by the way. She listens to a lot of the shows. And we had her on driving radio shows several times with Dr. Wendy. She loves Dr. Wendy, wants to get, to, get her up there to teach her driving. And um, so she... Uh, so she has a, a, a friend, also by the name of Lisa Kelly, who I also know very, very well, not personally, but in reputation. She is one of the Celtic women, was one of the original founders of the group Celtic Women, who have been hugely popular around Ooh, the world and yeah. have been PBS specials. They always have, are on PBS specials, especially this time of year, and they travel the world doing concerts. Their uh, Billboard magazine rated them for the third time this year as the uh, best world act of all the bands. They uh, put Celtic Women as the best one of the year again this year. Well, uh, Lisa Kelly, who was the same name as Trucker Lisa Kelly, there's singer Lisa Kelly and Trucker Lisa Kelly, Okay. They've known each other for years on Facebook, but never met. And what I did is I got I contacted Lee, singer Lisa Kelly, who was shocked, got back to me. Uh, Carrie Underwood still hasn't. Um, so, uh, 
it could be the restraining order with Carrie Underwood's a problem. But uh, singer Lisa Kelly got right back to me and said, well, how would you like to do something fun? And we'll surprise the trucker Lisa Kelly by having you both on the same call and you actually get to meet each other. So that's what we did. We got that arranged. And the trucker Lisa Kelly had no idea. We just chatted with her for a couple minutes and said, oh, by the way, I'd like you to meet. And so they got to meet on the show. Well, their fans have gone nuts over this. Uh, trucker Lisa Kelly has almost a half a million fans on Facebook. She's the most popular truck driver in the world. And she. there have been thousands of comments. We had tens of thousands of downloads the first day this hit, and they posted it. There have been thousands of comments on their Facebook page and, and likes and shares. And uh, the uh, Celtic Woman Facebook page put it up, and then the Ice Road Truckers page. It's just been going crazy. So we had literally the most downloads we had. And, ever, and Helena, I'm shocked the server held up, actually. <laughs> I was surprised. I did get an email from the server company that you're Traffic is higher than usual today. <laughs> yes, no kidding. Um, wow. It, yeah, Driving Radio Show will definitely be the top show in the month of December. If you haven't heard it, head over to drivingradioshow.com. It was just fun. It was fun to get the two together, and obviously their fans loved it. Uh, so uh, you can check it out. It was a good time. Wow. But uh, that's the highlight uh, uh, for this week on the Horse Radio Network. And I was also really thrilled our server kept running. And um, let's head off to Tack and Habit now, brought to you by Riding Warehouse. It's not too late to get your Riding Warehouse gift certificate. Get it right now. Head over to ridingwarehouse.com. They have a ton of different products for the horse lover in your life. So if you're looking to get something, a gift certificate, maybe it's only 5 or $10 or it's $100 or it's $1,000. They'll find something that they want and need over at RidingWarehouse.com. Gift certificates are a horse husband approved gift as well. So keep that in mind as you're heading into the holidays, whether it's for your coach or for your students or whatever it is. Gift certificates are the perfect gift because that horse girl in your life or horse boy in your life can get exactly what they want at RidingWarehouse.com. Well, coming back for her monthly appearance on the Tack and Habit segment is Colleen Peachy, one of our great listeners and auditors, and she writes and does product reviews for Eventing Nation. Well, hi, Colleen. Welcome back to the show. Of course, Colleen is from Eventing Nation, and she does our Tack and Habit product review once a month here for us. Well, we have one today that I don't know that we've ever talked about and is becoming very popular. How are you? Merry Christmas. Hi, Glenn. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me back, and Merry Christmas to you, too. Well, you know, uh, you do all the product, or some, not all anymore, but you do product reviews for Eventing Nation, and of course, we have you on when we head out to Ada every year, every, two, two times a year, actually. Uh, and now, we're in the winter season, and this product is perfect for that. Everybody knows that other brown boot, that other brown tall boot that people wear in, in the wet and the muck, and this is actually an option to that. It's a little bit cheaper, so Tell us about the Boggs Classic High Boots. Well, yeah, sure, absolutely. So it was interesting because I hadn't heard of Boggs until about a little over two years ago. Um, for years before that, I had been wearing some other, you know, different kinds of muck boots um, and had had a problem with every six to nine months that I would have them tend to crack on the foot in the same place. So yep. I know the one time I wandered into our local, we had the Outback Trading Company, company store um, nearby, so I can get into trouble there. But um, I went in and I noticed these muck boots that had all these fun, colorful patterns on them. And I 
flipped, of course, because I'm absolutely addicted to colorful things. But um, interesting thing was I started chatting with the person working there about the box, and there were a couple really cool differences between them versus other boots that are out on the market. The first being that um, they're actually made of like a natural vulcanized rubber, rubber rather than a synthetic rubber, which I was told would make them, you know, more. They're durable. made by so, Spock. Spock makes them. <laughs> I don't know about that, Glenn. Uh, okay. I don't know about that. But. You said vulcanized. <laughs> I just pictured Spock making them. You know, if they're Vulcan. But, it could be. Um, maybe uh, maybe that's what they mean when they say vulcanized. Because I was really like, okay, vulcanized, what does that mean? But I heard the word natural rubber. And I'm like, okay, so color, natural rubber, I'm being told that these tend to be pretty durable. So I was willing to give them a try. So I actually bought my first pair, um, it was a little over two years ago, and I've been wearing them year-round ever since. Even though they're hybrids, I've actually been wearing them during the winter and during the summer, too. Um, the nice thing being that they might be tall, but they are they are fully waterproof up to the top. Well, excluding those handles on the side, you know. I don't think that the, the handles are gonna keep the water out. <laughs> right. No. They're gonna it's gonna flow in there. Right, right. But um other than the handles, which make them nice to pull on and off, um, they are waterproof. Um, so you don't have any, you know, water seeping in or anything like that. But the boots are also nice and breathable. So even when I wear them, if I like, you know, it's summertime and I throw on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt to go out and do some bar mark, I can still pull on those tall boots and I don't feel like my feet are getting, you know, sweaty or, or anything like that. So I, I like them for that too. But um, plus, of course, I do love the colors. They have so many different color patterns and I like super bright ones so that when I'm stumbling out into the garage to do my barn work in the morning, that I'm like, okay, where are those? Okay, yeah, there's there's these. Now these uh, these come the mid calf right? These are the mid calf ones that you you wear. No, these ones are actually the tall ones. They okay. actually do come in three heights, though. Good point. Um, they have the classic high boots, they have the mid height boots, and then they have the short boots. Um, which the short boots kind of come up a little bit. They kind of cover your ankle, um, and then the mid ones are you know kind of halfway in between the short boots and the high boots. Okay, got it. And you live in Bud Country in Pennsylvania, so uh, that's why you elected to go with the tall boots? Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it's always safe to go with the tall boots. And then, too, if you end up wandering out around the property at all in, like, tall grass or, like, back in the hay field in the summertime, I always kind of try not to think too much about it. If you, know, you might be running into any critters or snakes back there. So I'm like, okay, I think the tall boots will be a little bit of extra coverage here. I think too. I I have muck boots, and I have the the tall muck boots, which we actually wear in the mornings when I go out here in Florida because it's still damp, and we don't have the mud, but we have sand and damp. Um, and I wear those because of that. But the one thing I think that's different about the bogs is they're a little bit lighter. Yeah. Than my muck boots, which tend to be heavy. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting observation there, because I now that you say that, I do think that they're. They, they are pretty light on your feet. They don't feel, when you put them on, even the, the high boots, they don't feel especially heavy on your feet. Now, I've been, you know, the muck boots are, are great. They're, you know, durable uh, boots, and I've, I've loved mine, but that is the one big thing, I think. The handles, number one, which anybody that's put on, when you put on your mud boots, you want to be able to put them on in one second. You don't want to fuss. Mm-hmm. You don't want to fool around. You want to slide your foot in and pull them on, and I love the handles for that. That's, 
That's yeah. a great ad. <laughs> it really oh, is. I'm, I'm definitely a big fan of the handles. I don't know if I like the handles better or the pretty colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably like both. Now, what do these run price range-wise? Do you remember? Um, I believe they... I the think they're in the 120 range, for, right? 120, they are. Yeah. The, um, I think they're 124 a pair for the classic hybrids. And they are available at our sponsor for this segment, ridingwarehouse.com. You can check them out there. And they have a box that also has about a thousand different varieties. So it's, it's not just these, but they have a whole, whole bunches of different boots. Uh, great uh, pick. So you would give them, if, out of six flakes, uh, what would you give them? You know, I, and I'm, I'm a very, very tough critic. Um, I actually would give them between five and six flakes because I've been so happy with even the old pair that I have that's over two years. I've been so happy with how they've lasted me. So I, I definitely am happy with the durability that they show. Very good. Well, of course, this is Colleen Peachy. She is a listener of ours and also writes for Eventing Nation. You can find all of her product reviews over at Eventing Nation. Just search for Peachy, P-E-A-C-H-E-Y, at Eventing Nation, and all of her uh, articles and reviews will pop up for you there. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas. Thank you so much, Glenn. Merry Christmas to you and everybody who's listening. Well, I know you have bogs. Do you like yours as much as Colleen likes hers? Love mine. Yeah. Love, love, love them. Love them. Yes. I do. Uh, <laughs> they have men's versions, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I have yep. to check into that because I do have, you know, I have the heavier version. I have the, uh, oh, what are they called? The big black uh, ones. The big muck boots? Yeah, I have muck boots. And yep, muck uh, boots. they're heavy, you know, especially for here in Florida. And the bogs looked a little lighter. They are lighter. Yeah. They're, and believe it or not, those little handles really, I really make would. a difference. It's a pain to put I the other ones really on. Do. <laughs> I, I usually just hook one finger in the handle, but it really makes a difference. Like, I, I can't explain it, but I'm such a little, like, snit when it comes to, like, any kind of, any clothing or or shoes that I have to use like for work mm-hmm. you know for mucking or being out in the snow or what working with horses have to fit really well and um the bogs are good because well whatever she described it, but i happen to like the fact that they're i can tuck my pants inside of them mm-hmm. like you hook you, you put you hook one <laughs> this is my little process i hook one one finger in the little handle and then i just take the bottom of my pants and I wrap them tight around my ankle and I slide my foot in all in one easy motion and I'm good. It's either <laughs> good or pants. lazy. I'm not sure. Which <laughs> and then the bottom of my pants. It's don't efficient. Get You're efficient. Poopy, muddy water on them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great. And you guys have as much mud as she does there in Pennsylvania. So <laughs> we have a lot of mud. Yeah. Especially yeah. now where it thinks it wants to be early spring and not middle of December. Well, great. That's Boggs. Uh, so check him out. I, you know, that was uh, nice of her to stop by and do that review. Well, we have to wrap things up here. Thank you so much. Next week, we'll have the All Hosts episode for you. And then the week after that, we have, we're going to play for you again, the episode that Helene and I picked as our favorite for the year. And there was a consensus on this. There wasn't even any question. It was, yeah. So we'll play that for you at the end of the... <laughs> Let's just say I was very embarrassed in it, so regular listeners will know which one it was. Um, And if you're a new listener, you're going to want to tune in. And we'll be back with new episodes again in January. Helena, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and the clan up there. Well, thank you. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. I'm sure that we will be chatting at some point over the holidays. I am sure we will. And where can people find you? 
People can find me at sparkleandboom.com. You can send me an email either here at Horse Radio Network, Helena at horseradionetwork.com, or just log on to sparkleandboom.com. I'm all over that as well. And if you're looking for her this weekend, just go to the shopping mall because she hasn't started yet. So she'll be there <laughs> fighting everybody else. Joining in because we're almost getting too late to have it shipped now, too. We really did screw ourselves this year. We really, yeah. (laughs) And of course, you can find the show at stablescoop.com and also all of the shows on the app, iOS or Android. Just search for Horse Radio Network. I'm tired. That's it for this week. (laughs) Apparently, I'm tired too. That is it for this week. It's plenty, as always, but there will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping. I'm wishing you a very merry Christmas and hoping that you're warm and home and safe surrounded by your herd singing peace on earth and happy ye holidays Well, the snow is softly falling on the pasture and there's a holly wreath hanging on the barn Jingle bells are jingling, lights are all a twinkling. Christmas time is coming to the farm. Yeah, I'm wishing you a very merry Christmas and hoping that you're warm and home and safe. Surrounded by your herd, singing peace on earth and happy ye holidays. Yeah. Christmas tree is loaded up with presents And the kid in me just loves this time of year There's no dream too big for dreaming Ain't nothing like the feeling When other ones you love are gathering near So I'm wishing you a very merry Christmas Hoping that you're warm and home and safe Surrounded by your hood Singing peace on earth and happy ye holidays.